Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. The Jamoti Podcast is powered by Sideline Interactive. Sideline Interactive is the leading manufacturer for high-quality, innovative scoring tables and LED video display boards that help coaches and schools bring more excitement to fans, create huge fundraising opportunities, and make their jobs easier. Visit sidelineinteractive.com to check out their amazing products. You've had the opportunity to play for several coaches and at a high level, but then also coach for, and you talked about Coach Bell, uh, competing against him that one year at Fort Christian, uh, the style of play that he did bring in, it's very different from what I know you to like or teach. So with all those experiences, what is your favorite style of basketball to teach? You know, I, my, my favorite style offensively has got to be a dribble drive um, and, and really emphasizing pace and space. Um, I, and I, I think, I, I mean, I, I don't think I know watching your teams run dribble drive, um, watching your teams um, just have uh, the flow and the freedom to express themselves um, was, was something where I was like, man, I, like I need to find a way to kind of make that my own, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think um, when we take the thought process, some of the thought process away from our kids of like, well, no, I have to make this pass or I'm waiting on that specific screen or I have to wait on that cut to do this. Um, you know, talent can overcome some of those things, but I think we're really putting them in a box and we're not preparing them to be the most creative self that they can be on the floor. Um, and, and one thing going, um, from, from Fort Worth Christian to Grace Prep was getting out of my comfort zone a little bit as a coach and kind of letting, uh, you know, pace and space and then letting our kids be themselves and watching them do what they do and then go, okay, how, how can I kind of put some, not some reins on it, but, but how do I, how do I kind of make this my own and how do I put some rules to this? That way there's, there's a, there's a thought process behind it. And we're not just like, we're just kind of fast breaking kind of, <laughs> you know, we, you, you watch this play the last two years, there's a lot yeah. of fast break, but when we're in the half court, I don't want it to be all right. Well, now we're in the half court. Bring the ball up. All right, we're in flex. Here we go. And it's, you know, methodical. And we're going to take 45 seconds or a minute. I'm like, man, we need space and we need our the ball handler to be creative. And I think one thing that we did um, the last two years, you, you talked about Jeff Bell, uh, you know, he ran that circle motion. Um, and it was, uh, it, I mean, it was really, really good for the kids that we had. It, it, it put them in a, in a system where they felt confident. Yeah. Um, and, and, it, and it put them in a system where they were like, you know, we're not really used to success or, or really having like a purpose when we go out there. And that gave them that purpose. Right. Well, you know, I, I make the move. I'm, I'm a head coach and and I'm and we start kind of running that same system. But it's not really mine. And, and I, you know, kind of wrestle with it. One thing that we did last year is we actually ran a little bit of circle motion, but we moved it to five out hmm. a five out circle motion. And, and honestly, I can probably count on my on one hand the amount of times that we actually scored <laughs> using the concept of circle motion. All it was was pace and space. Yeah. All we wanted is our kids to move. And then like, you know, look looking at um, in a dribble drive, right? Looking at how the, the defense closes out. Looking at how the defense is helping. 
looking at how the defense is recovering. Are they recovering high side, low side? What, what angles do I attack? All of those things were ingrained in our kids. And so all it was was this false motion just to get us moving. And as soon as the ball hit a kid, which was honestly all five of our kids on the floor really at any given time had the license to, to, to dribble, drive, kick, make a layup. I mean, it really was. I mean, it was it was at the rim and, and open threes in that dribble, drive, pace and space. And so I really like teaching getting out fast. We always want to dictate what the defense does, right? A good defense is going to dictate what you do, and it doesn't matter what you run. We want to get down there and create mismatches so fast the defense is on their heels and they're like, well, I, I you know, I had to close out late and then we just, we, you know, yeah. we the paint touch and we got an open three and kicked it out. So, you know, we, we, we run a, a couple of different, uh, you know, sets and motions, but a lot of them are, are honestly false motions. They are, are just to get our kids moving, getting them in our five spots that we really like. Um, and then trying to get as many paint touches as possible and letting our players dictate what happens after that. Yeah, against bad defenses, you don't need much ball movement or player movement if you have good spacing. Right. Because the gaps are there that you can attack. But against good defenses, good coaches, good teams, false motion, like you said, but ball movement, player movement to yeah. get the the right player in the right gap and an opportunity to attack. That's really smart. I want to celebrate you, Justin. You know, again, getting to see you as an assistant coach, take over that fourth Christian program. And then now what you've done at Grace Prep, it has been a lot of fun to even listen to you in, in text back and forth with you about how your teams are looking, the way that you want them to play, the way that you've embraced the three ball. Um, it, because I think so many of us are just, we want, like you said, we want to play in race and space, but as a coach, actually allowing it to happen it's way harder than, than I think like many coaches believe. I, I think so too. And, and it's, it's one of those things that the process, um, you know, I, I can remember, you know, kind of early on, um, especially my first year at, at Grace Prep, we didn't have a ton of seniors. We were mostly junior, junior heavy. And, and a lot of them, you know, some of them had played varsity as a sophomore, some were on the JV, they weren't connected like they were in junior high, you know? So, it was kind of that year of getting the band back together, if you will. And like, yep. you know, we learned how to play with each other and, and, and the first, you know, month, month and a half, uh, you know, on top of it being the, the height of COVID, it, it was one of those things where it was like, just, just keep trusting it. Just keep trusting it. We've got the players, they know the system, but we have to keep trusting it. Even when we were shooting, you know, 25, 28, 29% for a game. And it's like, okay, you know, do we really need to be looking at getting more, you know, looks at the rim um but then i just kind of was like man like i don't know why we would say we're going to cut off one whole aspect of our offense to emphasize another i'm like you've got to empower your players to do that right i mean like of course you're going to you know come over but hey was that you know get a wide open layup why, why are we kicking the three like that's a very normal conversation yeah. even in patient space offense like i'll just take the two points thank you you know like yeah. why are we making it any harder but at the same time i'm like I want my players to come over and be like, ah, I should have just taken the layup. Like, why would I, you know, like they have to have ownership of that kind of stuff. And, and so that first year was a lot of getting to learn of like, okay, that's a good shot. You know, that, that's maybe what we want in this situation. Maybe this is what we want in another situation. And then I felt like this year it was much more of like them going out and being like in a respectful way, like, 
coach, we got you. Like we got, we know because just because of the, the over communication, we communicated, this is what we want offensively. And on top of that, they had played so long together. It's like, and that's the dude we want to do it. Yeah. Everybody was like, you're right. That is the dude we want to do it. You know? So, uh, yeah. It, and I know you don't talk a whole lot of defense on, uh, on this podcast, but, uh, you know, what a waste of time. No, no, I do like some good pressure and, and I like defenses that will also lead to running and gunning. So yeah. Siding the ball, all ball pressure, shooting gaps. I mean, that's, we generated so much as anybody does. You just generate so much offense when you're the defense is dictating what the offense can do not just on your heels going, we'll just keep helping. We'll just keep helping. We'll just keep helping. And then hopefully they miss a shot. I'm like, I, I, I want that. I want to force a missed shot or force a turnover, not just hope for one. Yeah. I think what's really special is when you see uh, athletes like you had, but that also had skill, but were also organized, which comes from coaching. Then you get something really special uh, coming off of the year that you had. And the success you've had really the last two years. Yeah. Younger group this season. Yeah. How like how are you helping them? Like not not necessarily just replicate what you've done before, because new teams that may maybe they find things out differently, or right. even have, have ultimately um, some different choices that you have to make for them. But how are you helping them with maybe expectations of uh, of of what they've just seen? Yeah, you know, one of the things I, I think in our first day, like the first day of school, you know, we don't go out on the floor, we're in the locker room, kind of, you know, I'm, I'm passing out our expectations, you know, we introduce everybody, all, all of those kind of housekeeping things. And one of the things that I wanted to let them know was that this is a different group. Um, and that's okay. Um, you know, and, and also, you know, us as coaches, the comparison game is a FIFA joy, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, you just yeah. can't. Um, and, and I committed to them. I said, look, you know, I, I'm going to, in this talk, I'm, I'm going to talk about some of the things that I think our guys did the last two years that made them very successful as individual players, but then also allowed for us to have some pretty good team success. Um, and I'm going to talk about that and, and maybe some by name. And I said, after this meeting, if I, if I ever do that again, if I ever say like, God, just last year's team wouldn't have done this. Or yeah. that, you need to hold me accountable. Like I, I need to hear it because that's not fair for you. And it's not fair for me. I'm not coaching the same group and you guys aren't the same group. And we have strengths that we have this year that we didn't have last year, but we also have weaknesses this year that we didn't have last year. It's a totally new group. And so I wanted them to hear that from me that like, I was never going to sit there and be like, Oh, well, you know, we only won by 10 tonight last year. We would have won by, you can't do that. That, that is totally defeating uh, to a team that's like, well, you know, they're kind of gone. Like, I don't know, you know, like it, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, and, and so I think that's, that's, um, I think it's hard because as humans, we want to do that. It, it's kind of like the, you know, you look on max preps and you're like, Oh, you know, we beat them by this and, and they, they lost it. You can't do that. Correct? Dangerous game. Yeah, it's a dangerous game. You can't do it. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm sure it's going to be a work in progress. Um, and I'm sure that some of those things too, uh, of what I'm saying of like, I, I don't, I don't want to compare them. They also can't compare themselves. Um, and, and that's something that I can't necessarily control inside of their mind, but I can create a culture where we don't do that. Yeah. I think that takes a lot of control. 
because yeah. when you, especially for a, as a coach, when you're thinking back to how smooth something was last season, all the success yeah. you had, um, I, I think it's dangerous to continue over and over again to bring up the past, to set unrealistic expectations for your current team. Chris right. Hill at Jesuit had a good point that every year he starts fresh, obviously taking some of the good things, but right. starts fresh with the group that he has and helping them to become what, you know, to reach their potential. But then at the same time too, the standards that you've set, what your program is about or the culture of it, that can carry over from year to year. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you know, we, we, we have a, we have a sign. We just have one sign in our locker room. It's right above, above the door. And it says, it just says the GP grace prep, the GP way. And what we had talked about last year was it doesn't matter who we play. It doesn't matter what day it is. It doesn't matter what month it is. We're going to play our way. Uh, the opponent shouldn't, it should never change based on who we're playing. And then we also would talk about practices. Like we're going to practice the GP way, right? And, and a couple of those things that we, we had put in there and, and something that I really wanted to um, make sure that our guys understood because the word I'm about to say, can it, it can be used in a negative connotation. Um, so I, I didn't just say it and say, yeah, figure it out for yourself. You know, we, we, we kind of put some rules around like, what do I mean by this? And one of them was pride. And I, it wasn't a foolish pride. It wasn't a pride in oneself. It wasn't a pride. Um, and we're just going to roll the ball out and kind of do whatever we want. But it was something where I was like, man, Grace Prep means so much to me. Yeah. Right. Like I'm proud of it. And when we go on the floor, we should act proud of our program and what we do on a daily basis to set us up for success. The other two words on there were communication and trust. Those three, I mean, it, it just, it boils down to those things. And, and every program can highlight different things and they're all good. But I just kind of had settled on that. It's like, that's the grace prep way right there. Um, and, and, and it was so pointed. Um, and, and assistants would bring that up in practice. Like, are we, are we practicing the grace prep way? And, and kids, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. It was something where we could, it was a, it was common language. Um, and, and that, like you said, that doesn't change. The players change, the style could change, the opponents can change, all those things can change. But the program and, and what we're about, you know, it doesn't matter if it's Johnny or Jimmy or whoever it is running out there, we're going to play the Grace Prep way. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool for when you have your former players come back. Obviously, maybe some style is different depending on the team that you have. Right. Uh, and maybe some concepts that you have this group running. But for a former player to look in, and maybe we ask them, does it still look the same? Does it still feel the same? Yep. Are, are we, and what we, what we mean by that is the way that we are on the bench, how we are as teammates, the way that we communicate, the joy that we play with. Um, or, you know, what if they come back and they say, you know what, just look just a little too serious. Like you guys are, you guys are taking yourselves too seriously. I think that's a, that would be a really cool, I don't know, that marker to, to find out for yourself and your program of have we deviated culture-wise far from what we've been in the past? Really good. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.